Welcome to Splunk Talk, the only podcast that's all Splunk and no junk. I am your host, Birch, with my co-host, Hal. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hal, we're alive at the end of this wonderful event. Did you get hanging in there enough caffeine today? Did I get enough caffeine? I think I loaded up on all the caffeine about 20 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to be okay now. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make You said it. you were about to fall over. Oh, I'm going to fall over. When, we, <laughs> you when the crash. cameras turn off, what people don't see is that I will fall out of this chair okay. and just curl up in a corner and nap. Okay. So, um, because this has been yeah. a very busy, okay, awesome yeah. event. Okay. So we could have them, you know, y'all keep rolling after the end and tell him that we're done, but we'll still be. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Um, That'll be fun. Okay. So. But we, 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 did, we made it. We made we're it. Here at the end, .conf22. Um, I mean, it's a whirlwind. Um, I wish that everybody could come. I do. So, I mean, but that said, this but was amazing. But try to bring a bit, a bit of this to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was amazing. You know, we're everybody in a room together, yeah. you know, experiencing these things. What and, did they? Interactivity. I love that. Uh, what did they say we, were, we talked about on the first one? Um, the difference between this and the virtual is the high fives and the hugs. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. That was uh, Garth was Ford, I think, that said that during, his, uh, during the keynote part. Um, speaking of keynotes, uh, I saw the keynote this morning, Mr. Adam Savage. Yes. I took some notes um, on too. that. He I had some too. statements that I, I thought were really awesome. I want to highlight those. Okay. Uh, You're welcome to. We can dance around um, uh, hitting up some of the, the breakout sessions that we okay. went to. Okay. okay. And um, let's highlight some of the uh, accoutrements okay. Okay. That, uh, that we got to. Now, I'm all accoutrements. You're all accoutrements. Yeah. I'm just ma. So. Well, when I go to a show like this, um, whether it's ours or other conferences, um, I'm all about the show floor. Yeah. I'm all about interacting with the people um, with no schedule, no agenda. You're a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. Eh, sure, sure. That, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But, but, but I like it here. I mean, we, we are, you know, this is Splunk Studio. We're in the middle of the show floor, and y'all can see some stuff behind us, uh, people walking by. This is actually my place. This is where I feel comfortable. Yeah. I love the breakout sessions. I never attend as many as I want. Yeah. And I kind of stopped trying at some point because I'm like, I'll just go watch those later maybe. But I'm yeah. going to go talk to the person that built that thing, you know, or that person that, that, you know, is responsible for doing that thing. And, yeah, those are the conversations I love. I, I think it's like it's such an amazing event when you're here. Like you learn so much so fast mm -hmm. and you walk away with like so many things that you're like, oh, I can't wait to implement this. I can't wait to try this. I can't wait to prove out yeah. the idea. Yeah. It's it's just always such a good event. Yeah. Um, okay. You see any cool any cool breakout sessions though, despite saying like you, you're hanging out here? There's um no. Um <laughs> but there's three that I was paying a, a close attention to. Oh, yeah? Um, and I, I know all of the content in one of them, um, uh, or in two of them, and um, those are the ones that I'm, I'm like, oh, w was it successful? Did, did you do it? Because I was the session, the content yeah, like reviewer. the Platform Super Session, which I think was yeah. on while we were on. Yeah, exactly. On the first day. Yeah. Um, what kind of stuff was covered in that? That, that, that was the everything new in one of the three areas of the company. Mm. So we have the three different product areas. For those who aren't aware, we have security, observability, and platform. Very cool. So... I'm one of the platform guys. I focus on the platform area. So the platform super session demo, I, I helped the marketing t folks and the PM folks and everybody Ooh. build that out. So that was exciting. So you're kind of a big deal. Uh, I'm not Birch. You're a man of the I'm people. Not a Birch deep kind oh, of. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. 
But no, the, so the everything announced on the platform side, you know, uh, what's new with Splunk Enterprise, we have, you know, federated search for, for S3, uh, the new search and dashboard experience and edge processing coming soon, you know, those are the, some of the things that I knew the most about, uh, ingest actions, you know, shipping, that stuff. So yeah. really passionate about those things. If you had to pick one of those platform highlights and say, you know, we, we have a lot of very technical uh, fans, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, two of them, um, and if you were to tell them like, oh, you got to check out this this feature, get your hands on it and play with it, is there is there one you'd recommend? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would say, okay, so customers have to make a decision with the core platform. Do I um, do I do I bring this data into Splunk or not? And they have to make a decision because mm. often there's a cost associated with that. Okay. So it. If you don't know the value of that data yet, and not just like a license cost, like there's a physical cost, like you only have so much. There storage, could be several aspects to, to that. Yeah. It could be an internal project, network that takes work. Yeah, right. So the things that we do in the GDI area, getting data in. Yep, that is what is. It, it comes first. Okay. Right. So you're. So you think about okay, data coming in. What? How much work is it going to take to bring this data in? Yeah. And then you're thinking, okay, well, am I going to be indexing that data? How much is it? If you're on an ingest license, and you got to think in those terms. Um, and is this going to be a big deal? Is this going to be a big project? What is the architecture of, of this solution? So anyway, yeah. that is just the in my mind. But the answer to the question is data manager. Data manager. Yeah. Okay. So data manager, um, if you've not heard, it's where we're basically taking um, the, the way that you bring data into Splunk, um, primarily we're starting with cloud solution providers, so mm -hmm. thinking AWS, GCP, uh, Azure, we're making that easier, a lot easier. Oh yeah? So this is something where that you look at and you think, okay, I, this feels native, this feels exactly like a, a, a SaaS ought to work. Oh. Know? So we're providing a service, we're providing you with the automation bits that you need to apply to your own stuff, um, in AWS land, let's let's say that you know you you've got data in, uh, you know um, cloud CloudWatch for example or CloudTrail sure. and you, sure. S3 and all that stuff. We'll give you after you answer some questions, we'll give you some artifacts that you paste in your console over there or check into your code base over there, and then the data starts flowing. Oh, in. cool! So you got the you got the Splunk side where it's a little more point and clicky, uh, less steps. You got the cloud side where you now take what we tell you to do and you just can plop that in. Or customize it to your needs as right. well because it's a bit of code. So going, you know, kind of infrastructure as code, this is a piece of that infrastructure that you could apply. Oh, very cool. It is pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So and that's one of the, my favorite ones that I'm excited about. Does that data come in um, like over the HP event collector primarily? Uh, yeah, primarily. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps exclusively right now, but that's a complication that you know implementation thing that there might, might that might change that's cool but yeah that's pretty basically scalable. Com comes in overhead oh very nice very scalable exactly right. so you could do two terabytes of data a day but think about having to not configure all of the things to do that and the way that we've done it in the past so I it's definitely a new way to bring data in. when i've been on the aws side been a little like stumbling because i'm not an expert in aws by any means but yeah we all know that stumbling through on like oh uh what do i click and it's not and an expert like, much i'm so little expertise um, but yeah, it, it is nice to know there's more of like a copy paste than you got it. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. What about you? I, well, I had my sessions. Okay. Happy to okay. talk about those. Um, but the one that I was like really, really excited for, because mm -hmm. I'm such a geek. Okay, okay. Let's do you want to guess what it was? No. The Founders. Oh, session. I missed so that Amrit one. D. How was that? They was, interviewed Rob and Eric. That's right. How was it? Yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Okay. It was so fun that you could tell like the two of them, 
uh, I mean, the four of them were mm -hmm. kind of upstage, uh, like up on stage and just relaxed. And were they drunk? Time. No. Actually, not drunk. Okay. Hey. Not a, not. It happens. I mean, like they they are such stars, they could be some happen. level of drunk, and we would never know. Probably, probably. But no, no, it, it, like, and and that I I know you're saying because like this is part of the like scrappy start of Splunk. That was like, the start of the startups. Yeah. Right there, there were those people. So yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, no, it was like it was. Wait, so it felt a little bit like a like a homecoming. A little thing. like a homecoming. Okay. They were kind of like relaxed and and hit a point where it was like, oh gosh, we're gonna run out of time, <laughs> because like we still have some things we want to cover. They had some slides, um, and I'm such a geek. I'm sitting there taking photos of old screenshots of old versions of Splunk. I did something similar with the Adam Savage. Uh, oh yeah. You know it actually. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really that's cool. Neat. They that's neat. They were broke. Yeah. Like before this started, like yeah. they were, they said they were, um, they, instead of eating meals, they would get the free like milk at a Starbucks oh, no. and mix it with sugar packets. Oh, no. And like that would be their, <laughs> like they That's... had nothing. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. But boy, we've come a long way. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was, yeah. it was, that one was really great. That's um, cool. That's awesome. I also, I had my sessions, mm -hmm. best practices and better practices for admins and okay, best practices okay. and better practices. For, I'm sorry, not for admins, for actionable alerts okay. and for um, developers. Actionable alerts. Tell me yeah. more about that one. So it's following a story that I, I went through when I was a customer of how we, we went from spam to glam. Okay, okay. Um, we just had a really noisy system, and we tried a lot of different things, a lot of things that weren't, wouldn't work for us, mm -hmm. um, and we just you know, would try something else and try something else. And so we talk about like, you know, just a raw search, adding a static threshold, maybe making it like relative using like averages, sure. um, then using like min and max, but going to percentiles. Sure, and then sure. I even like point out there's some cool things you can do in ITSI that mm -hmm. really simplify that uh, and then bring it home. Adaptive thresholding. Adaptive uh, thresholding. Anom anomaly detection. Yeah, an anom you nailed it. Um, I know a thing or two about ITSI. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like our, uh, one of our older missions was to make machine data usable, accessible, and valuable to everyone. Yes. And so I joked that ITSI was like making actionable alerting easier, accessible, okay, valuable, okay. usable Yeah, for no, that's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. Good deal. So democratize that. And it ended there. Okay, great. Yeah. So what about for developers? Uh, oh, I just stood there and had them watch me. I didn't actually say anything. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Does that work? Uh, yeah. No, that one was cool. Who we does do, that? We the, do um, like a little orientation of the world of, of developer. Um, talk about like uh, some best practices when building apps and some best practices around Splunk base. Okay. Right? A great place to distribute the apps. Dabble in some cloud vetting, uh, that kind of thing. But What is cloud vetting? Cloud Tell vetting. Tell them, not me. Oh, okay. Cloud vetting. Um, so all apps uh, effectively or essentially will natively work on Splunk Enterprise. But because Splunk Cloud is like, hey, we're doing a service here, we got to mm -hmm. make sure that mm -hmm. you're not going to, you know, tear down the environment or do something right. bad. Uh, like what, so what happens if I uh, have a binary I want to ship in an app in yeah. Splunk Cloud? Can I do that? Well, uh, I, I am not proficient because, as we've established, I'm not an expert mm -hmm. on anything, um, on each of the individual, like, checks that we do. Mm -hmm. But there are checks for things like that so that we can make sure, like, oh, you have this binary? Like, we might reach out to you and say, hey, can you tell us the source code for it? Can we, like, compare, like, right, make sure right. that it's We have to vet safe. it. Because we're providing a platform. Yeah, we don't want you to hurt yourself. for customers and yeah. Yeah, uh, and so that's that's cloud vetting. Is like once you're once you got the thumbs up on. Can all I mine things, Bitcoin in an app? Can you mine Bitcoin? I don't know. I'm not saying that I want to do that. Yeah, but I think you do but want. Could to. I? I bet you could. Okay. I bet where I'll there's a, <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. 
Um, but yeah, I uh, talked about those things. So one of the, the key things that I like to tell people about Splunk development mm -hmm. is that I think a lot of us don't realize that we're developers. We're just okay. like, okay. oh, I built an app because I had to do this thing. Yeah. But I don't consider myself a developer. Okay. I'm just okay. a person who and I Splunk. can relate there. Yeah. I mean, I've been that type of person where I was, I, I know the lingo. I, I can, you know, I could, I could play a developer on TV. Well, I can read sure. code. You were a developer evangelist. I know. But I never considered myself a, a software engineer, a software developer. That was not actually my, the way my brain works. Right. Systems. I can do systems architecture and engineering. Yeah. But there's something different, and, and I, don't, I don't fully know how to describe it. And I'm, I'm, there's, it's, this is related to what you're talking about. And that's why The builder I takes yeah. pieces and puts them together. The, the developer is doing, it's, it's like a, maybe a next level of abstraction deeper. Yeah. And, and I think you just nailed it, that term builder. Yeah. Like, that's the thing I really latched onto, this idea that, like, we build things in Splunk. Mm -hmm. uh, and we identify with the fact that, like, yeah, I built a thing, mm -hmm. and I shared mm -hmm. it with people. Um, but that happened to be an app. Yeah. But I don't consider myself a developer. Yeah. And so yeah. By, by calling ourselves builders, maybe we'll be able to help us all out by providing the resources that we used to target to developers. Yeah. And now saying, yeah. like, yeah, it's not really... Developer okay. only. It's for you. So give, give me one example of the best practices uh, that, that you would advise, you know, to, to a builder. Uh, well, you know, the first thing that popped into my head was just that, um, like on Splunk Base right now, mm -hmm. uh, the way it's set up, you want to get the folder name for your app correct. As in, you won't be able to change it once you submit the ah, app. Ah, okay. Okay, and by transitivity, that means that in the app.com, the big ID word. field has to match that. So you want to get that, that short name. You can change everything else about it. Okay. But that's the one thing you don't, you're not going to be able to. Gotcha. Yeah. No curse words in, in the no, folder name? No curse name? words. No. Okay. Do we check for that? We do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I literally, uh, me and, and, and Steve on my team, we <laughs> down, like when you, a new app is submitted, uh -huh. we, we check it. We actually download it and check for curse words, among other things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Well, um, do you want to talk about uh, Adam Savage? Yeah, let's do it. Closing keynote? All right. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first of all, I mean, wow. Uh, I've never been that close to Adam Savage before, and he's a legend. He's a cool guy. So that he seems you know, very he seems down to earth too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I feel like when you say that about an actor or, or a public personality, you know, that's is it an act? Are they really that way? Oh, like, I they're a really good actor. I think no. I think I but think he's that way. Maybe that's an act. Oh yeah. no. Maybe it doesn't matter, but I know I, I get it. I, I really appreciate. I think the injuries you know, he talked about having. Oh yeah. Show that he. Yeah. You know, he's willing to get his hands yeah, like dirty and break them. And, yeah, the yeah. thing with the finger. Yeah. Um, but that was cool to have his experiences of, um, you know, how, where he came from, how he got there. Um, where, was there anything that, that kind of jumped out from his story yeah, that so you I, thought about? I took down a, a yeah, couple I, notes. He had I some. Build my microphone. Oh, uh, he had a couple. Keep uh, going. I'm, yeah, I'm good. Quotes, quotes here that I thought were universal. Um, one of it was like, he said, I forget, he was talking about like, like uh, when fonts started to explode. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, it used to be, you should know. we tell them? Go ahead. What? No, I mean, so should we tell them what, what he said about fonts? Well, I'll, I have it right here. He said, uh, he said, you know, it hit a point where there were now so many options with fonts. He said, at that point, like, anyone can use any font. And right? So, like, you want to make a document? Well, great. Now yeah. you can, anyone can use any font. But the problem is now everyone anyone. can use every font. Uh, yeah. And it reminded me of something we used to say all the time. Like, people would be like, oh, can I do this thing in Splunk? And I'm like, just because you, you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah. Just because yeah. you can the, use the, any font doesn't Goldblum, mean you should Jeff use it. Jeff Goldblum uh, quote. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, is that Jeff Goldblum? 
Uh, yeah, from Jurassic Park. Oh. Um, something to the effect of the scientists never stop to think. Uh, you but know, should we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. And I hear, and in fact, I had an interesting custom, um, conversation with a customer immediately followed by a product manager uh, over here in one of our booths. And they were describing the way that they solved a problem. And this product manager uh, was like, I hear you. you know, that's, that's the problem. I want to say that it was related to getting time zones on a dashboard because this person, oh. their audience was across the world. And, right. they had, and the way that we had built a particular feature didn't make that easy to do. Yeah. So what he had done was he had a search that did this, and then he had it. So it was like, you know, multiple round trips to get the answer to put, to stuff the time zone into, into the, the string. That, and the, the PMM, he gets it. He wants to do the right thing here. But he's cringing inside at the same time because yeah. he's like, that's not the way I want you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do this, but I don't want to help you do it that way. I want to do it the right way. So that's the opportunity that, that our, our product organization has and the challenge. It's like you listen to the customer. You hear what they want. They said they, they might have been very specific about what they want. Mm -hmm. But is it what they want, is that the right thing for the right way to do it for the most people, best bang for your buck? That's you one know, of my favorite things. Interesting evolution. Someone's like, hey, how do I make, you know, this one, let's say, time zone. Like, how do I get this time zone to appear on the dashboard right here? And I love taking a step back and going, okay, what you're describing is very fragile. Yeah. Right? You, you've created a very convoluted thing that might break very easily, and now yeah, you're going to yeah. spend more time administering it, keeping it up to date. Yeah. Um, it's easy so to what, um, laser so you, focus on yeah. the solution and not be able to step back Especially and Especially when you about get it. so close. You're like, I have the time zone. I just mm -hmm. need to get it on here, right? But I like I've, to take I've that step that, back and go, you know? what is it we're trying to achieve? Yeah. Not what are we trying to implement, but what do we, oh, we want them to know what time. So, oh, okay, well, you know, what if we approach it in this totally different way and get the same yeah. outcome? Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Um, that actually segues nicely because one of the other things Adam Savage said was, I, yeah. uh, uh, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, and he was pointing out, like, you know, you come up with these plans, and then like you find like you you pivot. I mean, even look at like Splunk. Like, was they it had Sun Tzu that said no plan ever survives contact with an enemy, or was that oh. perhaps General MacArthur? I don't know who said that. I think it was Kermit the Frog. Okay, you could okay. be right. Yeah. Um, so like nothing is planned. Nothing is pre-planned, um, and it's it's so interesting. Sometimes we we come up with these very you know great plans, mm -hmm. but you can't anticipate everything. Right. Yep. Hence bugs. Things happen, and yeah. you have to pivot. And I think sometimes we, we forget about that. That That's okay. Yeah. Maybe sometimes we can accept that things are going to have to be decided as we experience yeah. them. There's, a, there's an interesting philosophical point there, or a spectrum of when that's okay and when that's not okay. Yeah. If at first you don't succeed, skydiving is not for you. <laughs> so there are some times when you do have to get right the first yeah. time. So uh, there's a balance. Right between what you have to accomplish, what your mission is, what's your time frame, your resources. And I think a lot of our customers, they're probably usually in, they're not producing the space shuttle. Yeah. Some of our customers are literally producing the space shuttle. Wait, that's true. Most, the majority of them are not. Most of them are not, yeah. We don't, we don't have a space shuttle anymore, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So we've got that, and then let's tie it back to Splunk, because one of the things that I always, like this is what made Splunk so valuable for me, mm -hmm. was that like, I got very anxious in the world of like databases because it was like, oh, you want to run these reports? Well, now you have to know the entire structure of your data set. Mm -hmm. um, you have to anticipate like what are all the valuable items you need, like mm -hmm. all the columns. Yep. It's going to be fixed. You have and to it's understand be very, the schema ahead of time. 
it's going to be very expensive to change it later, so you better get it right. Mm -hmm. And then Splunk came along, and it was like, nope, schema on the fly. Right? So you want to run a search, you can search on this data. Yeah. You don't need to know what your plans are ahead of time, because sometimes when you get an insight, you then pivot and go, well, now that I know this, what else can I learn? Yeah. What about now I have a new question? Right. Yeah. So none of that is pre You're right. I mean, that is the core value proposition to what Rob and Eric built yeah. was that. Because before Splunk, primarily, we were talking about relational database systems and, and analytics of any kind of data there was one way to store it, and it was relational. And then there was a, yeah. a, a, an evolution, a sequence of, of technologies that evolved, and you had non-relational data, data systems, and, and we're just one of those kinds of, of systems. We're not, we're, you know, we're, and actually we're a couple of them, if you think about it. Yeah. We've got a KV store over here. Oh, and, yeah. You know, so there's, there's different aspects of it. But yeah, if you don't have to plan that schema ahead of time, that frees up uh, it makes available to, oh, going back to the old mission, right? Yeah. Making machine data accessible, usable, and valuable to everyone. Well, everyone, that's a pretty lofty goal. Right. Um, everybody that has a, the ability to log into Splunk, yeah. Well, they and can that, do that now. They can build, put these things together. And that's a really important point, like the everyone um, that you're getting at, because in, in my database world, like, scenario there, like, if, some, if you come to me and, and you say, well, I, I'd love to get an answer to this, I'd love to run this report, can you do that? Now you have to tell me, I have to translate that into SQL, um, I got to run a report or whatever, right? And so now there's like this game of telephone. Did you it's ever have a printout of tables and how oh, they yeah. joined? Yeah, 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 with the, the lines going from yeah. table to table. Exactly. Um, so now you've got this layer of telephone and what I give you may not be perfectly right and you're gonna just be like, well, it's too much work to like have yeah. them redo the report and yeah. it takes too long. But with Splunk. But what if you can just change that SPL? Right, right. We're, we're letting everyone directly yeah. touch that data. But we've been doing that forever. What yeah. is new? How does that change? How does that go forward? I, you tell me. Yeah. Well, I know there's some really smart people working on the evolution of, of where SPL is going. So oh, SPL2. SPL2. That'll be a thing. I'm excited about that. I am too. Yeah. Um, I want to say yesterday in the studio, or maybe it was today in the no, it was yesterday in the I studio. I saw them over there. Um, I, th I think that they did a session. I don't know oh, what they, they talked about though. Anna Mensing was interviewing Aditya Tamana. Oh. I know what Aditya is working on. Yeah. So he, when he, one of the things he's working on is SPL too. Yeah, he mentioned that to me. Um, so that would be a great one to try to catch the um, the replay of the yeah, recording of. Exactly. Yeah. That was actually the third of the three that I was kind of tracking. Was nice. What is it that Aditya is doing? That's what I want to know. It sounds like a kid's book. What is it that Aditya is doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of not knowing what he's doing, okay, okay. Uh, another. I'm waiting for my the, third the of, of four quotes that I, I grabbed from him. Okay. He he talked about demystifying the bicycle. He was, oh, you know, yeah. oh, I I I went. That was bike a moment. And, yeah. I mean, everyone, everyone. Okay. You could tell that that he was our people at that yes. moment. And yeah. understanding of a system, that was what it was about. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, you're, you nailed it. That, like, I love that, because like, for me, I, I can't like, partially try to figure something out. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. to like, either not touch it at all, mm -hmm. or then I'm like, okay, shut every, every distraction down. I'm going to mm -hmm. focus solely on this bicycle and figure it out. Yep. Um, and demystify it, right? And now yeah. you're not scared yeah. of it. And I think, I think that has multiple places where it kind of clicks, not just in life, but in Splunk, mm -hmm. again, with that everyone thing we were talking about, like how can people not be so intimidated about data? And it could be their friend, their tool, their ally. Yeah. yeah. People that are like us, they have to internalize that structure of that data yeah. in order to do anything with it. 
Yeah. And then once you do, oh, uh, the world is my oyster? Yeah. Sure. Why not? I don't need oysters. Clam? There's a uh, saying here related to, to world The world oysters. is your oyster. Yeah, okay. that, All right, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'll go with that. Um, and I actually, I, I think the last What does one, that even mean? The world is your oyster? Yeah. I mean, thinking about it, I'm just like reflecting on what I just said. I have, that doesn't make sense. Is an oyster a thing you crack open? Yeah. Maybe it's that. But you don't, I mean, it's you a far healthy kind of thing. You, you never know what you're going to get. I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's not my favorite. I like the Forrest Gump one better. Yeah. If I had thought about it, I would have used that one. No, that was the, the birch gum. Okay. Is there another one in there? What, what else? Well, you got? it was it was put the whole problem in your mind. Okay. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And and that was part of the demystifying the bicycle, like, like I, fully invest yourself. In and I think process. a little bit after that, he said something to the effect of um, that he was um, he he wants to be able to build things, uh, or I mean, he wants to enable people to build things, and the it was kind of like the creativity can only flow with when you have low barriers. Yeah. So kind of an anti-gatekeeper mentality. Oh, So okay. I really identified with that as well. That's a good point. I like that. Um, you know, I talk with people a lot about, they're like, oh, well, should we require people to, like, take Splunky to you before they, like, oh, yeah. can start using no. the product mm -hmm. and stuff? Mm -hmm. And, like, you kind of reminded me of that because I, I often say, like, no, just let, make a role if you want that has more restriction. Let everyone play. And yeah. then the people that want to do more and come to you and say, hey, can you make my searches like run longer or, or yeah. whatever, um, that, those are the people you then are going to like, let's get them trained up, let's get them uh, brought in, you know, with more yeah. skills. Well, I think there's, a, there's probably a, some of our customers have two people that log in and use Splunk. Okay. Yeah. Some of our customers have 5,000, <laughs> 2,000 yeah. end users that are logging. I mean, that's amazing, first of all, and thank you to, to y'all. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy to think about. When you get anywhere close to that scale, you have a maturity problem and opportunity, and you have to be careful because the, the further you go towards something that you might call maturity, sometimes the more locked down something, either must is not the right word because I'm not a must person, but mm. the, the bigger things get, the harder it is to, to understand the system and then some people want to control that system, and sometimes, yeah. to an extent, that might be the right thing to do. But sometimes the required that makes thing to do. Worse. Sometimes it makes things worse. Yeah. So you, what you don't want to do is you don't want to end up with the Splunk system itself losing the heart of what it was, um, right. and that flexibility. So if you lock everything down such that people don't have access to, let's let's say that um, I I am here and doing this, and I'm in marketing. I'm just making this up, and this person over here is in engineering, and this person's putting data into Splunk, and this person's putting in data into Splunk. They have to know what e that, that each other has data, and they have to be able to see it and access it. Right. But if you I silo The inverse that, is if yeah. you've siloed intentionally and, and everyone is on a need-to-know basis. Now, I get it. Some of our customers literally are in a legally need to, mandated yeah. need to, you know, hey, that, yeah. that's cool. I get that. Outside of that, you, you have to be open. And I think yeah. it's that openness that allows that the value, the, the amazing stuff to come out. The thing I like to say is um, I think human behavior is like a, a, a stream in the woods. Okay. So you can try to build a dam. Behavior is stream in the woods. Yes. You can try to build a dam to stop it. Okay. But the water will build up and go around. Right. Right. right? You can't actually stop it. And in that sense, you know, people are going to, if you're not going to let them do it in Splunk, they'll, mm -hmm. they'll do it in another tool, and it yeah. won't be as good. But knowing that, so now we're turning into some sort of sociologist and psychologist yeah. right here, but um, 
Knowing that, what if it is your job to stop those humans? I'm glad you asked. So here's what I do. Mm -hmm. Instead of trying to we're, build I'm, a, you know, talking to our sock analyst friends, right? Instead of trying to build a dam and stop them, what if instead I put some stones strategically along the river's flow mm -hmm. to nudge it to take the route that I want it to take? Yeah. So yeah. in I have yeah, make that a little. I get you. Yeah. Make it a little bit more practical or, or concrete for our uh, Splunk users. Sure. So. I know that people are going to want to do things in Splunk, and I'm not going to try to stop them. Mm -hmm. But instead, I can provide limits. So for example, I want everyone to be able to log into Splunk mm -hmm. in, in my environment, mm -hmm. right? So everyone has access. They have roles that are limited. Mm -hmm. Your searches will run you know, at most 60 seconds, um, what have you. Yeah, there's and some resource constraints you can resource constraints, right? bottle it. Um, and, and I'll have them log in. They'll see like a welcome page. Mm -hmm. So like they get the resources that are going to be effective. I'll have like panels on there that show who on their team are the most active users. So oh, they yeah. know who to talk to cool. for help. Right. So I'm putting those stones in the river to kind of nudge yeah, them yeah. to take the, the best practiced paths. And then when they come to me and they say, hey, yeah. I want to do more, no, I go, great. Sense. Now that you have interest and passion. Okay you're going to now go get education mm -hmm. where you can be even more powerful. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invert that, and then I think we're going to have to close right yeah. after that. But what if you are in security, and it's your job to understand the security posture of your company's environment, and the ones that are creative are the ones on the outside trying to come in. Mm. So think, think about that. So, so you might have to put barriers in the way on purpose, but what if you understand the barriers and the edges you're basically, uh, you know, using that same analogy of that of the stream. You're like, I know water's going to come in over here and over here, maybe over here. And maybe I leave those open so that when it comes in, I can. You might. I, yeah. So, yeah. Like on easier. the honeypot. The, yeah, the that's term. exactly the word I was going to say, the honeypot. Yeah, so. So um, I know we have to wrap up here. Uh, we're in the last minute of Conf yep. 22. This thing is, is shutting down right now. We have the yep. high honor I think they're about to turn the lights off. It. Any kind of final thoughts? Hmm. July. July of 2023, I think. Yes, we'll be back right in back Vegas. Here. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for that. I think it was a wonderful event. Uh, just a, a virtual kudos to our global event marketing team for once again pulling off oh, something yeah. incredible. Oh yeah, those are some pros. And and with with a very short notice, we just did the virtual one in in October. Yep. Um, so we've got 13 months to see everyone again. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Well, this has been fun. Attention. We'll talk to you again. Uh, see, we're closing. We're closing we this. We literally thing. closed this the boy, bad boy down. Thank you all for uh, for attending. And uh, that couldn't have been time better, Bert. I think I'll just say exactly. Thank you for attending. Com twenty two, and we hope to see you again in July. All right, perfect. Thank you.